I'm looking for the truth and some wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing that Biden is meeting with Putin out of Russia. You have any input on that? Yeah. Um, the day in which Biden left, you know, you heard that the uh, press plane did with the Air Force One. Uh, it got grounded supposedly by cicadas. Now, Biden's plane veered northwest, going directly instead of uh, up to Maine and then turning uh, east to reach England. Up the, you know, instead of going up the coast, he, he um, veered off and went to where he, his plane flew over Syracuse, New York that day. And uh, it didn't land, but it went further north. Uh, what I heard that it went to, um, not to Canada, but it landed on the Canadian border up by Lake Plaskai at an abandoned Air Force base, and then immediately took off with something that it had. But Putin, in, in, as I said, uh, hit in Russia, He's going to meet uh, after this G7 meeting in Geneva. He's going to meet uh, Biden, and uh, he's Putin's going to hand him a letter to bat Biden to hand to uh, Trump forty-five, and also a flash drive. Um, he's going to give to Biden also, more than likely the the. Uh, the incriminating photographs that they had, uh, not photographs, but a movie of him dressed of 45 dressed up as a, uh, in drag, getting it up the ass from a 15 year old boy back in 2013. So he's going to give him that. So what does Biden say to him? I don't know, but I pretty much he's telling what does uh, Putin's going to probably tell him that I don't care, I don't want to see any type of fascism coming out of your country ever again. So that's the main reason why we have these ransomware attacks on uh, critical uh, portions of our fuel supply as well as our water supply and things such as that. In our on, on our water supply, I'm not aware of that. Am I? Did I miss something? Yeah, they they did a ransomware attack on some some water supply in in Texas or something somewhere in that area there. They're pretty much uh, getting so, down. So and the country also is, is Microsoft, Amazon. They took them down for a little while. And uh, Chris, it's a whole lot of stuff going on. Not to be interrupting you, but so far you named off water supply fuel supply, and now you're talking about they, they're messing with the airways. Chris, why is fascism fascism, why is it so like so bad that the world is running war on the United States? You said that they need the United States for all of us to have interpersonal relationships, but yet they're destroying our country, or as hard seems, or could you give me a better understanding on that? Well, basically, Mr. 
Jackson, nobody wants to see something that is basically racist. And I just think that the world has grown up to realize that the United States is still harboring a lot of fascists uh, and they won't let it go. And, and that's why they're taking this, this is Trump. And this is, no, it happened. Let's put it this way. The voting purging of black minorities off voting rights and things such as that happened way, I would say, two decades before Trump happened. Oh, really? And uh, let's, let's also say one thing. Uh, the, the purging of uh, workers' rights happened all the way back in the time of uh, Reagan and and the um, intoxication of outside money and also moving jobs overseas and things such as that and getting credit for that was uh, well on this long before, um, you know, long before this time, long before I was taught in school that America, the reason they went over to Iran and other places because they said we have to help them become a democratic state to make them a better place to live. But yet, you just related to me that the world is saying, hey, we have to interfere in the United States to make them a better democratic place. No, a true democratic state. It's like a total opposite message that I have been trained my entire life to believe. Yeah. Well, you were trained your entire life to believe that um, white supremacy was the ultimate uh, thing in the world, which is not. They didn't call it and white supremacy. They yeah, said it was well, democracy. Colonialism. 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 Okay. Yeah. But um, it's not. Western influence. Uh, many of the, of the inventions and many of the, uh, how can I say, many of the just cultural aspects have always been copied from other places in the world. Including our own places. Now, as you know, um, as I was talking to you earlier before, Harvard University, that's that's an indicator of uh, the best of of, of college who's, who's getting the best college education or the best minds, I should say. Correct. The um, 80%, 18% of Harvard um, entry, entry level is almost 20% uh, black people, African descent. Um, 30, over 30, over a third is at the entry level in Harvard are Asian descent. So now we're at over 50%. Oh, way over fifty percent. If you count all the all the uh, mixed races and things such as that, American races. But I'm just saying, people that identify as being Chinese, Japanese, you know, Korean, whatever, uh, are are a third, and maybe fifteen percent again of people from uh, Central Asia, like uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and places like that. No, that's interesting because being a black man, we both have seen it, whether or not we have ever walked a walk, but we still both know that I don't have a sense of pride. Like, hey, 
this guy did this or this guy did that. I'm all relating to Christopher Columbus or, or, or George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. How come I don't know of any black people that invented anything? You know that made a mark in well, history. Yes, the best like, I got Martin Luther like, King or Malcolm like, X. Mm-hmm. It's just like you saw with the mic being t- cut off at that by a at when a, a white colonel was at a Memorial Day service in Charleston, mentioning mentioning how the African free African slaves Americans African American slaves went and dug up the graves of the, they were so appreciative of the end of slavery that they dug up the end and of the graves of the Union soldiers that died for their freedom. And they gave them a proper reburial because they were in mostly mass graves. And they um, had a parade. And that was the beginning of Memorial Day. Okay. And they don't want it to be known that the slaves were very appreciative of the soldiers that died for their freedom, which was probably a third. Yeah, if people don't remember that uh, over 180,000 black men out of those 600,000 on both sides or or 650,000 on both sides died in blue uniform fighting for their freedom. So let's cut through the chase. Let's just get right back to something you said. You're telling me the Air Force One landed out in Syracuse. No, not in Syracuse. It landed, it passed over Syracuse. That's why it was noticed by many um, uh, people that were general aviation or private, you know, people that go flying private planes and things such as that. And also by an airline that saw saw Air Force One. And Trump's running for office in 2024 and you're telling me that Putin is letting him know I'm going to do everything possible to expose you so you can never again as Queen Elizabeth said he's the worst thing that ever happened to the democracy experiment yeah is that accurate you understand that that's what that's what they've been doing that's why they've been taking money from uh, the corporations, especially uh, energy corporations like Exxon Mobil and Chevron and and Shell, that created this um, this atmosphere of how can I say uh, exploitation of of American workers, as well as exploitation of other workers throughout the world, and also um, really making dumbing down everybody so they can continue to do their 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 business in a in an unbalanced way like you had uh this leak report of uh of one of the cent not paying taxes at all and now biden and the seven have banded together and now need to have a value tax of corporations that try to go to other places in the world. It seems to me from just uh, I'd say the media spin that I've been getting in general that Putin has a problem with Biden where they're like uttering low bail threats to each other. I'm not sure 
if Biden well, was not one of them, why is he? Well, Biden, Biden, like Biden that? is Biden. Biden is is part of the system. You have to understand. Okay, I understand this. Word, this this is with the Epstein. We go all the way back to sex. I hate to say it, but you know they're all yeah. You say it a lot. With, they all say they all sleep with the same fucking people, right? But you understand. We're going to go back to it again. Now, what I understand that a lot of these people go to these so-called sex parties, especially I'm just giving example of Epstein at his uh, ranch or his uh, private island and and his uh, mansion in in uh, in New York City. And he has hidden cameras there. And these rich people, they say, well, there's Bill Clinton over there and there's Bloomberg. So I just got like, you know, Bill Gates comes in and I'm just giving an example, right? Or a politician like Biden or some top top official comes in and they say, oh, they're all doing it. Uh, so I shouldn't have any fear or anything. And so that's and, how that works. Yeah, that's how that worked. And so worked or worse. So but Epstein got them on camera and certain and they abided to do do his bidding because <coughs> what they call these exchange, you know, these exchange parties. Chris, I really need to say this and I definitely don't want to be combative, but I'm going to talk with us Americans are going to say to you, uh, mm-hmm. let's say this. We know that there's so much techno- technology and surveillance. Why wouldn't rich people, people of power, not expect that someone's always looking to get an upper edge on them to catch them in a compromising because, position? Because they all are part of the club. And when they when they do their thing... That makes sense. Thank with, you. ...with the people. That makes sense. In the club. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I, I, I really, at first, I was just like, I hear you, but I expect when I walk outside, there's 50,000 cameras there's watching me. I'm thinking, you're doing something that is the taboo, the forbidden fruit. Why would you think that you could get it? But you're saying they're all part of the club, and they're supposed to have each other's back. And they actually, they're so, to me, what you're saying is, their perversion or their sickness is so twisted that they're willing to take the chance right. they, they want it so bad. Is that what you're saying? Or is that just me putting that together? And and this is what I'm this is what I'm saying is that now America has no leaders that have any type of uh how can what? I say it? Um any type of of uh of of you know contributing to the system. Otherwise, they're just as I as I said again, as as Pudi has said, as well. When you have a fascist system, you have people want to come in, and especially if something that is good, and take it over, just because they think they have the right to have that thing. Okay, thank you. And when this they and when when they take it over. Just like when they took over the the branches of banks and and oil delivery systems from the Jews, especially Rothschild's fortune, uh, and and like I give you a good example, Von Brown, 
Von Braun, Von, you know, the so-called uh, German rocket scientist, he was nowhere near as brilliant as Hackerman and all those other people who he threw out of advanced technologies and forced the Jewish people to leave. But also he put a lot of Jews in under, um, under forced labor in the camps to work on gyroscopes for their V1 and V2 rockets and things such as that and how to fuel, fuel the equipment. Because the Germans, they did not know how to do that. But von Braun, he did not know how to what? Even run his program at uh, NASA without black people's help or people of color, or, you know, different ethnicities. Even though you had a lot of these so-called MIT uh, engineers, you know, I'm talking about Americans, um, but they needed what? They needed the East Europeans and, and as we saw in the hidden figures, they needed black people that understood mathematics. African people understand mathematics better than any people. And if you ever go to Africa, any place in Africa, Morocco, wherever, they understand mathematics much more than any place anybody in the world. That's your opinion. I not, was not, 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 not my, not my opinion. That is a proven fact because Ethiopia, Ethiopia, and Egypt, and with the architecture of the uh, pyramids, and and Ethiopia with the architecture, it's just full of knowledge, okay. and also. <coughs> medical knowledge as i said again those even that were african slaves that came over here especially uh, the gentleman who uh developed the the smallpox vaccine who saved uh, uh boston and which uh the founder was what's his name george washington basically uh, uh immunized his entire army against smallpox while the British army was... You always bring up Sears Roebuck to me, not to change it, but I want to say about something that you and I have talked about extensively. What is it that Sears Roebuck that you want to bring up that's that's a a valid point that I didn't even know being an African-American that he was a black man, right? Sears... yeah, Roebuck was a was a black man, and okay. he came up with the logistical uh, ability using the railroads, along with Sear, with Sears, who was a white man, with uh, the catalog system in which Sears and Roebucks at that time, back in, especially back in the time of the of the nineteenth century, in which he used to. Uh, uh, deliver goods you can order out of Sears and you, and through the post office, and which was the, or the telegraph graph company, you can telegram or a send send uh, what you want from the catalog. Maybe you want to deliver, have a barn delivered to you, and the railroad will will ship it to you. Whatever new dress, new clothes, or whatever. Okay, a lamp, whatever was used through the Sears and Roebuck. 
and when they started getting uh, what they called uh, brick and mortar stores, they uh, left out Roebuck's name. Now, 100 years ago, Roebuck uh, lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I believe, where they had. Yeah, the, Biden's uh, been talking about the Tulsa, the Tulsa Master a lot. What's that about? <laughs> Give us a clarification of what happened. Where um, black people that worked on the railroad took their bonds and bonded together to form a banking system and similar to what was on Wall Street. But it was uh, black owned. It was not just black owned stores and barbershops. That came along with it. And uh, sanctioned through the government uh, terrorism the whites and also a false lie about a black man that raped using using a lie a black man who raped a white woman they uh blew those that's happened a lot in history that scenario yeah that like rosebud the agricultural community in the in uh, florida i believe near gainesville and they literally used aeroplanes from the army air corps and they used the, those sophisticated bombs that they drew, used to drop in World War One. They literally blew up Rosebud, uh, wrote uh, uh, that black man's Robux, uh house mansion. They literally blew it in rings and blew the entire blocks up. So, Chris. You're and they just and they just found British counterintelligence MI6 agent. So mm -hmm. are you saying even you being a black man, even though they needed you, that they actually treated you that way also? Or is that just a yeah. spy game? Yeah, they would. They would do the same thing if they could. Did you know that the whole time? Because honestly. You wouldn't know that, and you would want to allow that. So, what well, you said, other black people—they allowed them to take their pictures. At that time, I was fighting the Cold War. No, I'm not I, questioning you. I'm going to something about us as a people. So, when they were stealing black people's inventions, and the black people had to sit back, who were going to Harvard, who invented this stuff, these vaccines, and uh, the other aforementioned stuff that you mentioned. Did they willingly let themselves be Ro Sears and Roebuck? Why wasn't Roebuck and Sears? I'm noticing a pattern how I just assumed Sears and Roebuck was a white man. I just assumed that Christopher Steele was a white no, man. Sears, Sears was a white man. Roebuck no, that's what I'm saying. Why wasn't Roebuck and Sears? It's like they always talk about the, the first name is the name that really is entitled is saying who's the boss. It's like when you get ingredients, the main ingredients usually come first. That's what I was taught. So that's right. what I'm saying. Right. But back to what I was saying, Robux was a black man who helped the black or white man and his logistics and how to run that thing. Otherwise, he he was the fore, forerunner of um, Amazon.com. Okay. Amazon.com uses now the internet, right? Yeah. Back then, the thing, the main uh, communication device was what? Uh, the the, the, uh, the uh, IBM. IBM, well, right? As, as the telegraph. 
And so oh, way back then. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Robux when he first Right, right. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're talking about 19th century. Right. So uh well, you know, the internet was I guess that's by black I got this burning question in my mind that since you're giving us this knowledge and this is something that's going on right now, current, and I actually wanted to ask you to address this. Right now, Amazon put out this mass message saying that this sidewalk program they got is going to give people uh, internet access to your own personal internet and your uh, uh, personal information. If you don't want, you have to go in there and opt out of it. You know, Sprint is merging with other companies and they're putting 5G in. And some people say that's because Big Brother now is just going to be in everybody's house like they already have been. I get it. But now they're telling you we're actually Amazon. If you got any kind of Amazon Echo, Amazon Dot, Amazon Ringbell app, you are actually not going to be able to be accessed. And we're telling you, what is that all about? Well, as I said, it's a it's about surveillance. And basically what you what yeah. Well you understand they have to keep surveillance on the masses, so they said to protect them, but really it's to keep uh, some type of generalization what how how dumb they can continue to be. Really? And yeah, because you have to understand only in America a person of I would say not of color but a person who has been in vocational school, trained with how to uh, work on engines or build houses, whatever, right? Yes. Without a college degree, can get uh, loans from banks, which was denied black people. Well, you don't understand. The banking system, when they destroyed Black Wall Street, that denied black people um, free use of the banking system. And so oh, that's 20, that is that is one main reason why 28% of this United States population adult is only college educated when way over, even in African countries, over 75% of the people are got college education and more. And wow. also in, vocation, in vocational aspects. Like in England and places like that in Germany, when they teach vocation, they teach also people how to do accounting, like uh, liabilities, you know, balance sheet, simple balance sheet, and how to keep up with many uh, vocational people that are very successful. I'll give you a good example with the gentleman I met one time who founded uh, the Universal you know, uh, universal weight lifting set. Remember that with the thing? Yes. And this gentleman had a 727 jet and he invented that. And he, um, I'm talking about his, you know, lived in a big home, you know, house, had a lot of property, but he never had a college education. And they put him in that position so that when the banks were finished with him and his patent ran out on his universal, you know, weightlifting machine, they took everything away from him. 
Now I'll give another good example that just happened. I would say back in 2009, uh, gentleman who was, uh, you know, with uh, part of uh, Chinese Bank of China, and this gentleman that was helping, uh, looking at this building at, I think it was at uh, two. Two one it was two one two. It was like the area code for New York City two one two, I believe, Fifth Avenue, and that it was the former headquarters where Fox Fox News was at, right? The building before they moved up to Rockefeller. He was telling us that a gentleman across the way in this building near Madison Park, you know, where Madison Square Gardens is, but it's, yes. it's a park. And near near the Anvil building, you know, that wide, that triangle building that they had in John Wick, whatever, one of those films or something like that, that you see as a landmark in New York City, correct? Correct. And um, he was telling me this guy, renovated where it even had elevators in it and he w- was a big developer in new york not a big developer but you know up and coming developer right and he because of the way his money came in he will always be like like three or five days late in paying his loan in which the bank gave him for the you know to for the uh renovation of this uh, this this building into condominiums and whatever right where they had a car lift for the top you know penthouses people in the town dominium where they have a car they can put it in and have an elevator take your car up to your up to your penthouse right um but on the last just before he was finishing his but you know in it and, you know, when he would pay the monthly payment of hundreds and thousands of dollars, right? He would pay an extra for the, you know, the penalty fee for, you know, you know, for coming in late all the time. Otherwise, the books were, were settled up, right? But toward the end, to his last payment for this building, they took the building away from him and gave it to Silverstein the guy who owned a World Trade Center and stuff. And the reason why the bank did that was because they were through with him. And they said, well, you kept paying late. He said, I paid all the penalty fees for paying late. As when I paid late, you understood. He said there was a clause. Otherwise, the bankers set him up to fail. Yeah, I, I, I heard what you said. I hope everybody else did too. I'm just like, my mouth is just wide open, like, wow, this is just such a crooked, corrupt, whole system of government that I've always believed in. I lived by it. I wanted to up to get myself yeah, at the I mean, level, wow. But this this was a guy who was not, was not from college or anything, these two gentlemen. And this gentleman that owned the novelist uh, invention, he found, I found him in the rest home in Winter Park. Well, you know, they are talking about Biden and it has been bounced around that he wants at least the first two years of college to be free. 
He's bounced yeah, around that he wants to get rid of all the college uh, student loan debt. understand, they're not going to go along with that because they have oh. set up a, a type well, of a part Thanks a lot, Chris Renoble, for killing our, our hope for our kids. But we don't know right now what the world is going to do. To this is most important. To stop them, stop America from going back to fascism, go back to Jim Crow 2.0 over again. So I myself, I just look upon these people as they are, do they really, can they really afford to hemorrhage money and lose everything that they got eventually down the road? Or can they change and gain more things? I want to know, what how did these other right now countries, the system in America you have people res- resenting changes that could be even better for the quality of their life, their pocketbook, and the quality of their Excuse me. So as I was trying to say before, I rudely interrupted you, mm-hmm. but it was a burning desire. How did our country get so, so much low-level technology that other countries are able to come in to manipulate <coughs> our internet usage our water usage, our fuel usage, control our airspace, but we're supposed to be the greatest superpower on earth. But yeah, they could they send a message to us by simply stopping and controlling our basic natural way of life. That is where I am stuck at. Because, because it, wasn't, it wasn't an attack. It was a giveaway. Like I told you previously before with Rex Tillerson and, uh, you know, Exxon. $9 trillion bribe deal. No, he had a $9 trillion deal. He's an ignorant man. You understand? He's Have you ever met him? Well, yeah. I mean, he can't talk English. That's for sure. Anyway, um, he talks Texan, as I should say. And he doesn't understand. I mean, listen, I've, 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 I've spoken and met uh, many Texans like Ross Perot, who could at least get his point across without uh, slurring. Do you understand? Yes, I do. Um, and also, he had a vi- he he was a great visionary, even though he came from uh, humble you know background and stuff like that, and worked very hard in the in the oil fields and wildcat. He had he had great vision. He hmm. had great vision even for that he left majority of his fortune to at the University of Texas in Austin because he wanted other people to have the same chance that he had in education. But like he said, if you can go to Austin, Texas, University of Texas, and you make under the, uh, like Ivy League schools, under the tuition, I mean, your income, your parents' income, it is taken care of by the school. That was Carnegie's philosophy, too. Yeah, hey, if you don't like the minimum wages that I'm paying you, they're below your standard, then I actually have provided libraries and museums for you to go to educate yourself and culture yourself so you can get yourself out of that yeah, situation. Because they, they, under, they understood that the people here were the, the, the best commodity that they had going for for their company. That was it. You must listen, you that's don't interesting. want to that's interesting you said that. Right. And that's the way a lot of people throughout the globe look at uh 
capitalism uh, in his in the in that form. They you don't know, look at capitalism as a vulture capitalist. That's something. Vulture capitalism is just a rape and and get as much money as you, whatever you can out of it. So not to build rebuild the system or make the system even better. So what you have like a bunch of Mick Romneys who was a vulture capitalist, venture you know vulture capitalist, not a venture capitalist. That's a different person who invests in something to make it. You know, invest in somebody's idea like uh, George H.W. Bush, the George Senior did with uh, Ross Perot. He 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 had a lot of money, and Ross Perot um, was a wildcatter. He he was he wanted to invest in oil. Let me give you a, a story that Ross told me how he met George Bush Senior. George Bush Senior, he just got finished um, college in Yale. And I think he just met him after the war. And he got back, right? Because uh, George Bush Singer flew as a naval combat pilot, bomber pilot in the war, World War II. And he wanted to, him and a group of friends wanted to invest. Now, Ross Perot had a small oil company, a wildcatting company, uh, with uh, John Dadier, who as he was known as he was portrayed in, as in John Wayne as the guy who will travel around the world putting out oil fires, you know. And they came to them and Ross had a blowout at one of his wells. And, you know, you have to cap that immediately, right? Or if it sparks, it will go up in flames and a lot of money will be lost, right? So he came late to the meeting and Ross was in his overalls. He, you know, coveralls, like, you know, it's like a jumpsuit, you know, yes. coverall. and he was, had oil stains on it. And, and, and Bush Sr., George Bush Sr. said, uh, you come late and you're not even wearing a suit or a tie or anything. And you're in, in, and and was immediately um, Ross Perot opened the blinds and showed him out the window. He said, "Sir, I had, you know he explained to them I had problems and I had to take care of it. I'm a hands-on person." And he said, "Look out!" I like that. that. He said, "Look out that window." And he said, what do you see? And of course they said, well, they saw a plane flying over and telephone poles and cars and buildings and things such as that, right? And they said, what, what is to that? He said, everything out there was invented by people like me, not by people like you. Oh, I love you, Christopher Noble. That's truth and wisdom. I love that story. That's what that's what Ross told me. And you understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out to you. Ross Perot understood how things worked. People with born with like gold, gold spoons, silver spoons in their mouths like George Bush. But George Bush understood right then and there that he needed people like when he was in in the military on the aircraft carrier he needed p other people to help him 
accomplish what he need, needed to okay. do. You understand? Okay. So now you have a bunch of people that are at the top that don't understand that. Okay, I'll, let's I'll, talk about Putin. Let's talk about Putin. First of all, I call him Putin or President Putin. You call him Putin. How are you able to call him Putin? Because uh, I, I know the people that, uh, how can I say, they invest in him in his early time. Also, I call him Putin because I, I believe, and now I don't know this for sure or fact, okay? But at that time, you know, we were in the middle of a Cold War, right, in Berlin. And he was stationed in Berlin during the Cold War with the KGB. So I believe I've, I ran across him per se and he's run across me and he calls me uh, well the Russians called me even when I go to Moscow to visit my grandson even when I go to visit friends even today they call me secret squirrel you know Chris let's, now that you've touched on a lot of highlights, a lot of stuff that I felt like that you educated me on that I thought was so, so deep and the philosophy of how the world really works, which I believe if all of us realize how the world really works, then we would become part of it instead of working against it. Because as a black man, honestly, I always feel like I have no choice that, that, that I have to go along with the flow in order to get a chance. I didn't never understand, but my own mind is brilliant and I can actually be my own self and I can contribute for it because nobody else in front of me, but here and there were ever recognized for it. I didn't realize we had even made any contributions to this country. And that is so bad for me to say that, but the truth is the truth. And that's what this whole truth is about is the truth. So let me tell you this statement right here. That letter to Trump still is meant to say what? Because I want to directly hear what your conspiracy theory or what your direct knowledge is saying. So it's a very clear message on Noble's truth and wisdom. Well, I have no idea. Now, I have some guesses that they're trying to tell because Trump is uh, not a a bright person anyway. He's not going to really? control of this. He's yeah. a billionaire. Yeah. I but, thought billionaires were smart. No, he's not a billionaire, first of all. He's a paper billionaire, like a lot of them, like Bloomberg and a lot of them. But back to what I was saying, um, yeah, you understand. They, they have a lot of access to um, bank money, right? Credit. More credit than you and I do. But back to what I'm saying, I can't comment on the content of the letter. I only think I can guess what it says. What it's probably saying to Kraft and all the other people that are behind him. And, you know, these so-called internet billionaires or whatever you wish you call them. Uh, that And the Koch brothers and the Heritage Foundation and the Federalist Papers. So you're saying you speak their language? And you understand what's really being said. I don't understand exactly, but I'm what I'm saying, what Putin said at the May Day Parade on the 9th of May. Before the ransomware of the fuel line. Before, yeah, before the attack on um, the Colonial yes. Pipeline. Right. right. He said it in the speech that 
he fears that in the West, racism along with fascism and nepotism and 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 um, uh, xenophobia, as you know, uh, Russia is is large part of its population, its worshiping population is is uh, Muslim anyway. But as he was saying, we cannot allow fascism to rise again. In again, wow! You have to understand that parade that he was at was a signal for that takedown of the colonial pipeline and the ransomware, as I always keep saying, no way in hell that the online banking system would be befuddled on that Tuesday. Okay, we're talking about Sunday morning. We're talking about Tuesday. No way in hell it would have crashed if there wasn't a large trench of money being forwarded over it of 50 billion and plus. Okay? Okay. Now JB Meat, the largest meat supplier world, <coughs> just got ransomed. What's that about? Because they're part of, as I said, like the energy companies that are taking away uh, the freedoms of our country. They're part of this fascism movement. They're part of the. Otherwise, they finance a lot of this stuff. Has our country ever been free in actuality, Mr. Noble? Well, no, we should, we my should have, we should we should have we should have freed the slaves when when we had made this country. Okay, that's the first thing that should have happened to make a true democracy. But as as. Um, there never been any slaves if it was true democracy if it was being started at that level. Right. Right. I agree with you, but I'm just saying we should have done that <clears throat> because Britain did it some 50 years later than 18. So, as I say again, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm dealing with um, uh, allergies right now they're really tearing me up well, well that's fine a, you know what but, we're so entrenched into the real life story the real life of how fascism democracy public republican government works how putin over there and the rest of the world are standing together and said hey we need you but we're not gonna let you destroy people we are actually are the great humanitarians we're not even paying attention to your allergies I know I'm not. I know not anybody else that has reached out to me. They're all on the edge of the streets, all on the edge of the seats, excuse me, saying, what else is the truth? This is probably one of the greatest platforms that I developed. And along the way, I didn't know I was going to run into CRISPR still, but I turned down a lot of people because I was like, hey, I'm all about the light of life, not about the darkness. And they well, talked you know, all about you know, the money. Like if, and you like actually approved like the if, point that there is a light at the end of the tunnel because the world is actually being formed the way that the United States was supposed to be formed to start with because the world, and I say, okay, we recognize you as a country, but you guys actually are going the wrong way and we're going to correct it. But we do want it to be a country because we all need each other and this is working because you said the Federal Reserve goes through trillions of dollars because of manufacturing. Is that what you told me? Did I get that correct? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to understand one thing that with the Federal Reserve, um, what uh, what these people wanted to do, what similar to what uh, Andrew Jackson did back in 1831, and that was not reestablish the Federal Reserve or the or I say the the bank, the Federal Bank, right? right. And it caused such mayhem, but they were able to what reinstate uh, slavery, even though the British Isles, um, the British United Kingdom did away with slavery in the United Kingdom. They were able to uh, massively uh, dis disenfranchise or literally m move the Native American population out of the East into the West, otherwise killing them, right? Taking their lands and everything else. And, Smallpox. Uh, not not just with that. They literally moved them out of their homes and stuff. And, yeah, and, I know the Trail of Tears. Yeah, yeah, but... Trail of Tears. And also they started the dis disregard but... all the treaties. I felt like they could have helped them medically if they wanted to. They realized that. No, this they... was this was as as I said. This was systematically state sponsored terrorism. Okay. Let's not. Let's not. Thank you for putting a name on it. Let's not, as I said about the uh, destruction of uh, Black Wall Street. This yeah. state sponsored terrorism because they did not want. By a separate entity of of minorities, same thing they did to the Chinese people in in, in, in uh, San Francisco. They just they continuously do this because they have tendencies to go to fascism. And fat and the main goal of fascism, as I always say to everyone, is the main thing is to blame it on the other and make you and the other people feel that you are deserving of everything that the other has. May it be Jewish person or black person or Hispanic person like they did with, uh, with, uh, with Texas, uh, take, take Mexico and California. This is planned from the steps is exploitation all the way back to the native when they landed here, um, especially after Columbus came Ponce Long and uh, uh, Cortez. And that was mainly to destroy and, and take the land, the new world. And that's what's going on right now. They already took it actually, right? Yeah. I mean, but they wanted, they wanted the, the as, as my Sue, uh, family, uh, because my grandmother was half Lakota Sioux as well as African American, right? As she says, no, she was half Lakota Sioux as well as Cherokee and uh, Indian. As she says again, the fight goes on. The fight goes on, and they cannot. They cannot listen. Literally, they cannot believe that we even survived as we have survived. They can't even believe that black people are still. But you understand, we are God's people more than they are. As I always say again and again. Oh, Chris, I don't know, because then aren't we being like them to make a statement like that?
No, no. They because if we survive slavery and and destruction, willful destruction upon us, genocide, genocide, willful, pure murder. Okay. We wow. are we are we are here for another purpose. Okay. And my family always thought, especially in the Jamaican side of my family, my grandfather always thought that we. And this goes back why I have such a dedication for America is that we always wanted America. We fought and and helped America. Because why does not, this not say America not, is not because America, no, Let me finish. Not because America is what it is at that moment, but what America can be. And it can okay. be such a okay. great country. Um, What's it going to take to make it a, a great country, Chris, as we start wrapping this up? What is it going to take for America to become a great country besides Putin telling the rest of the world and America directly, do not let this man back into government and Trump, you don't want to do this. Besides the message that... No, it's not, it's not the man. Listen, it's not the man it's the system behind the man. Okay. As I said, as I said to you, Mitch McConnell literally destroyed the economy in Kentucky because he wanted money from uh, from the NRA and and uh, Russia funneled through the NRA, mind you, uh, to come here and 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 literally take over. He didn't give a shit. Okay, you said he, he called Moscow that, Mitch, right? Yeah, they're right. Right, he gave only a shit, and many of them gave only a shit, shit, because they thought they were going to have fascism, per se. Lower the working class persons down where the working class person was. Indentured servants. And yeah, back to indentured servitude, back to being sharecroppers. I was just going to say that. And mm-hmm. and and look at look at legalized uh, marijuana. I mean, that is probably one of the best. Like I said over and over again, it's probably one of the best tax based systems for the United States government. And also, it's the best thing to literally make uh, the people that came and work in the factories like they were planning. Did you know there was a plan after the so called. Uh, uh, Defunct, you know, DM, DN, what a DN, ender, industry defunding the police of, of Detroit. Oh, no, make Detroit a, a agricultural uh, land again. No, yeah, I that didn't. was a plan. That was a true plan back mm-hmm. in what, what would be the purpose of that? Taking out the factory where people were making because they wanted to put they wanted to put many of those black and poor whites back on that worked in those factories. Back on doing farming again, but wouldn't that take away the 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 the, the, the capital that the world is made up all the extra tax dollars and exporting importing all the goods that go along with those? Uh, they they factories? thought as I as I said to you again. Now the world is uh, taxing these people's incomes outside the oh, United yeah. States. You call it a value tax. Yeah. What is value tax? They, Let's just break that down. One clear understanding of value tax. 
by whatever what is okay, going with the value this? tax is is a flat tax of 15% of the value or or the income of the individual or corporation that uh, works within in in our country with that even it may be but it has to pay that country otherwise it can't come there and just take money out of that country out of the the Bangladeshi uh, factories the you know the in things just come there and literally uh, pay people for in pennies and sell things back in the United States for much higher price okay they can't do that anymore so the value tax that means they have to leave whatever the value of that product or that corporation right that they're going to do that money has to come back to that country it may be in africa asia wherever okay so that being said is that gonna make companies quit leaving United States to go overseas to do stuff, or are they going to pay the value tax? Well, well, they're going to they're going to have to pay taxes here in the United States too. They're going to have to pay a higher income tax here, and in, and corporate tax for if they're going to enjoy. I don't know why they able to get that done in a short time that he's going. That well, he's as I said again, there's going to be a lot of pressure. There's a lot of international pressure on them. So this is a world movement, right? Okay, I'm I'm finally getting it. This isn't Trump; it's the system. This isn't Putin; it's it's the world. And 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 Putin is just the speaker for the world. He's the voice to be heard. And Chris, all of Asia, Asia and South America. Okay, he's the voice for all of Asia and South America. And he is a vessel in which they're push pushing this entire thing through. Well, that Chris, is why I this- can actually just tell you that. You have given us so much right now. I don't want to overwhelm people so they don't get time to stop and listen to what you have to say three, four, and five times. Absorb just just bit of knowledge that you were uh, gracious enough to uh, drop on us today. We call it a jewel. So, and that being said, are there any final words, impacting wisdom or truth that you want to leave until the next episode of? Christopher Noble's well, I'm going, to say, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to you, Mr. Jackson. You know of my economic plight here in the United States. I do not have to stay in the United States. But if the United States goes back to Jim Crow 2.0 or some type of form of fascism, what does that I, mean? I'm going to ask you. I really don't know. I guess maybe other people don't know either. Let's ask. I'm sorry, we're going to stop. What does Jim Crow 2.0 mean? I don't even know. Well, you know, uh, divided uh, where you can live and things such as that because of okay. the race or color or whatever your religious belief right. and preventing you from voting and things such as that. If that's the way the United States wants to go, so be it. I, it's nothing you can do. I'm, I, like I said, I'm over 60 years old now, right? I'm an old man. Per se, I want to live my last third of my life. I'm not. I, I, I think you know. Remember, I was telling you about my great, uh, my grandmother's brother who fought in World War One and the highest decorated soldier of all World War One. Wow, you've been fighting for his his, his, his medal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why, why? 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 Why should? And and you know, 
why should why should I stay in a country and which many of the veterans that had fought alongside with him stayed in Paris, France, and they got medical care for their injuries and things such as that when they literally the U.S. Army tried to deny him to uh, be buried in Arlington Cemetery. So you find a Cold and War of your own, it took, Noble. It, called, it took the French government to pay for that burial. It's terrible. You understand what I'm saying? It's terrible. And when my mother went, and when my mother went out there to look for his body, right? They had it on the like the cards or whatever the index cards. Right, right, right. And they had it. Um, they had it marked wrong. His gravesite. Instead oh, of saying wow. his first name, William Henry Johnson, it just had Henry Johnson, Sergeant Henry Johnson. No, wow. that's not, nobody called him that. They called him William. Okay? They called him Bill. You understand? Yeah, Why I would understand. you want to insult a man like that? Because basically you don't want the truth that, and, and literally, if you talk to many people, uh, they don't even know the truth about uh, slavery. There's, only, I'd say, under ten percent is they understand what happened. Well, that's actually going to be the school. next show that I had planned on doing with you because I've been having some really interesting commentary coming at me within the last couple of days that I've kind of briefly touched on with you, where people are questioning slavery and its beginnings and blah blah blah. Which we were going to say that for that next like the sixteen nine project. Well, well, look, I mean, there's a, a bill in Congress being pushed by the uh, the Republican Senator Mitch, Moscow Mitch to ban teaching slavery in schools. Yes, I've been I've been hearing that for like, what, a year and a half, two years now, a year, yeah. at least a long year. This COVID has been a really long year. But I know that it became a Trump. Trump actually was part of that. Right. I remember reading that. Trump oh, was like, no, we're as, not teaching as, as 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 I said again. They are true Andrew Jackson fans. Okay? They're all one person. Yeah. Okay. That's what the Federalist Papers are about. Well, We're 62 minutes later, Christopher Noble, mm-hmm. the last 30 seconds is up to you. What do you want to say? Uh, God bless America, what America can be, not what well, America is. For the love of God, and for the love of country, this has been another Tony Jackson and Christopher Nobles, the truth and the wisdom as he knows it. Thank you, Chris, and we'll talk to you again. You're welcome. Bye-bye.